Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. An eventful week of tennis comes to a close. Champions crowned in D.C., in Los Cabos, and here in San Jose as we're just three weeks away from New York City and the U.S. Open. And here's what's coming up on this edition of TC Live. A very productive summer in the cities continues for Nick Kyrgios as he captures his second City Open title and now takes his momentum to Montreal. In San Jose, would it be a career breakthrough that Shelby Rogers has been working her entire livelihood for. We'll recap what we just finished over in that San Jose final. And our edit team has combed through hundreds of hours of action from this week's matches. Brings you the best points and the hottest shots in our best of the best. Hello and welcome to our Santa Monica studios. No Eagle, Nico Pereira, the Hall of Famer, Lindsey Davenport. Glad to have you with us. It's great to be back with you guys in person. Nico, always great to see you in person as well. Well, thanks for the invite. It's a pleasure. <laughs> you always have the invite. I'm I feel not like happy he's welcome. to see you, don't worry. Nah, no, yeah, I know. No, it's all. No it's fine. No, it's not like I just made very familiar relations with your family all week. Nothing. None of that happened. It's all behind the scenes. I'm very you know. happy to work with you, yes. and especially Nico, though. Yeah, Thank well, you, Nico's Lindsay. the bundle of energy. That's what he does. That's what he does does best and speaking of bundles of energy we saw that all week and certainly in DC including today's final Nick Curios brought energy in both directions really the high levels the low levels the entertainment exactly what we expect from Nick Curios it seemed like each round it was a different wrinkle and today was no different it's just great to see him carrying that energy from Wimbledon and here we are he won the singles earlier and Together with Jack Sock, they do it in the doubles. Isn't that nice? It is. It is real nice. I, the, seeing him play both and seeing him just get those wins under his belt has been incredibly nice. But you mentioned his singles title in particular. It was Nishioka on the other side who had to endure a couple of really tough matches to get to this spot. Now, what a great week for Nishioka getting to the finals unexpectedly, but Nick Kyrgios takes his seventh title, second here at Washington. He won back in 2019. He only dropped one set. That was in the quarters to Francis Tiafo. Tiafo had five match points in the second set tiebreaker, but... Kyrgios manages to sneak it out and go all the way. Spoke a lot on court and even off the court after the win. Nick, huge congratulations. Your seventh title so far, and of course the first one since 2019, back when you won it here and another title. Got off to an early break right away. What was? What did you feel like you did the best today? Yeah, uh, he's a tricky opponent, and you know he deserves every minute of um, you know celebrating getting into his first 500 final. Man, that was insane. The players he beat to get there were, were not easy at all. So I got to give him high praise. But man, it's just very emotional for me to see where I was at last year to now. It's just an incredible transformation. But I just came out with great energy. I knew that I had experience on my side today. I love this court. I played so many good matches here. So I'm just really, really happy with my, really happy with myself. And you showed a lot of emotion at the end, took a moment on the court and just looked down. What was going through your head at that moment? Yeah, a lot. Um, you know, I've been in some really dark places and just to be able to turn it around. And I think there's so many people who 
you know, have helped me get there, but, you know, myself, I've shown some serious strength to just continue and, and uh, you know, just persevere and get through all those, you know, times and, and be able to still perform and win tournaments like this one. Phenomenal performance. Congratulations. And best of luck in the doubles. So Nick Curios, you may have seen it on the bottom, his first title since the 2019 City Open. So three years in between those titles. But he has been absolutely spectacular, especially down the stretch this year. Wimbledon finalist, so back-to-back -back tournaments making a final. And now 4-0 against Nishioka in his career, up to 37 in the live rankings. Wins over Rude, Rublev, Tsitsipas. You go down the laundry list of what type of year it's been for Nick Kyrgios. I know we've talked about it all throughout the week, throughout his matches. Just the consistency has always been the question mark for him. And to see him play consistent matches in particular has been a really inspiring sign for, for not just Nick Kyrgios, but for the sport of tennis. Yeah, it's been a, a great change to see it on a consistent basis. And we've always known what the high side could bring with Kyrgios. And we first saw it years ago. You thought, okay, this is a Grand Slam champion. It's been more a struggle for him with motivation and emotionally. But something's changed this year, and it's been great to see. We weren't sure what to expect when he decided to skip the red clay season. But he put in so much hard work. He was ready to go when the grass season came around, and he's keeping it going. That's another big thing because we have seen players that maybe have that breakthrough huge tournament at a major, maybe are a little satisfied and kind of maybe party or celebrate a little too hard. It's clear Nick went back to work after Wimbledon. He was ready to go here in D.C. again, and I think it's so great for the sport if we get to see this kind of Nick Kyrgios more often than not. Oh, definitely. He's won 18 out of the last 20 matches, and you can tell that he's bottled up that energy, and he's channeling it in the right direction. That's what we've been wanting to see for a long time, and at 27, I think he finally got the message, the words of encouragement from Novak Djokovic after the Wimbledon final, I think went a long way, and he's hungry for more, which is exactly what we want and what the game needs. It might also be the red Jordan hat. You think, think that's the reason? I think okay. there's power. Okay. I don't know what it is. I, I, there's got to be something, <laughs> but whatever it is, it's delivering right now. I thought you right would have picked the shoe game. But yeah, you know how I am. Anything oh, I, Jordan okay. has yeah. to empower you. Yeah, I agree. You know, if you've got Jumpman anywhere on your person, you feel it. You feel the inspirer that, that he brought to the basketball court, now the tennis court. Either way, Nick Curios, another big win for him as he continues to move towards New York. We go to the women's side over in D.C. This one was seen on our family of regional sports networks earlier. Kaya Kanepi and Ludmila Samsonova. This went three sets. This went nearly two hours, and it was Kanepi who came out strong, Lindsay, to start the match. It looked like maybe she'd take a stranglehold. Yeah, and Kanepi was a favor going into this with her experience, but also her rank in here, and she gets the first set, and you think, okay, she's on her way to this title, but credit Samsonova for really stepping up midway through the second set the whole complexity of this match changed and Samsonova able to get up a break and she never looked back was able to get on a roll really cruise through the rest of that second set Kanepi started to make a lot of unforced errors it looked like she maybe started to get a little fatigue and Samsonova again took advantage same point in the third set midway through everything shifted to the tide of Samsonova it had been a little while since Samsonova had played a match coming into the week so well rested en route to this title after the three sets with Kanepi today. But her second title of her career won Berlin last year, up to 42 now in the world in the live rankings. And this championship point would seal it. 
for her. A massive, massive win over Kanepi, who still, at her age, is one of the toughest outs on the WTA Tour. And that trophy is legitimate as well. And Samsonova <laughs> had to use all her strength to lift it over her head. So got past Mertens, Tomjanovic, Radakanu, Wong, and Kanepi in the final. This was not an easy path. Tomjanovic was not an easy match in that second round. But Samsonova has to feel proud about not just the win, that second title, and now getting up to number 42 in the world. So two title winners already discovered. Who would be the other side of the women's title winners today? This one in San Jose, Shelby Rogers, Daria Kasatkina. We just saw this matchup. Lindsay, you were on the call for this matchup. And Shelby Rogers looking for her first career WTA title got off to the strong start. Yeah, and it was Kazakina who had that set point. She had a 5-3 lead in the first set. And then things started to slide the way of Shelby. Shelby has showed great fight, great hustle. She was very patient in that first set. Lots of long rallies. This first set went almost 80 minutes, but it was Rogers who was able to break back. This first set would go to a tie break where Rogers got more aggressive and won the set. And you thought, okay, she's going to cruise to the title. But then, Nico, things started to change after this first set. I think Casatina said, I have nothing else but to attack. And I, she played very confident tennis that took her to the top 10 years ago. I'm glad to see her back. I have to feel for Shelby Rogers that at 29, she's still waiting for that first title very well deserved. I thought it was going to be this week. But Casatina was just too strong. And in the third set, she kept it going after winning that second handedly. And Rogers was never really in it. And from the start, Casatina took control and never looked back. This was a comprehensive win for Casatina. was all said and done. Gets her back to that top 10, number 10 in the world after her run through this tournament in San Jose. And for Shelby Rogers, there's really nothing to hang her head about. The way she played all week long, getting back to her first final in six years. But it was just a little bit too much. Kasakina was all said and done. She was too solid in the second and the third. A nice embrace between the two of them. But the title goes to the number seven seed in the new world number 10. As she will enjoy what she just went through to get here. Rybakina in the first round, the reigning Wimbledon champion. That was a three-setter as well. Sabalenka, a three-setter in the quarterfinals. And now three sets to get through that final against Rodgers. In between all of it, getting past Taylor Townsend and Paula Bedosa in the second round and the semis. But I just mentioned it. I feel like it's worth mentioning again. For Shelby Rodgers, Nico, we can start with you because we were on that call yesterday. We saw how much just getting to the final meant for her. The emotions, now getting to a new career high ranking of 30 in the world. All of that included, she's got to feel pretty good about the way she played this week. Well, we've been watching her play for a long, long time, and we've seen how much she has improved in the last four years. After she got very fit, she started getting the results. She was beating top players, but she, she could not string together a series of wings, and she did this week after, you know, beating four big names to get to this final. I really thought she was going to do it. She has the game. I think now she has the confidence, so I think it's only a matter of time. Yeah, it's, it, she's one of the most well-liked players on tour. We certainly loved it when she was here at Tennis Channel. Almost a career-ending injury, her knee surgery. She's worked so hard to get back. You, you know that this title's coming. She was so close here. She's one of those players that you kind of scratch your head. 
how can she not have a career title? It's going to happen for Shelby Rogers. Loved how she played this week, but there was something special about Kazakina and just her her whole aura this whole week with how she handled being down a set three separate occasions. She's playing big hitters on a very fast court. Nothing seemed to rattle her, and that's been the biggest improvement to me was just her mental toughness out on court all week. I, she deserved the title. Yeah, you could see it. Nothing was getting to her, no matter the situation, no matter what was going on on her side, the other side, she was locked in from start to finish. So another congratulations, Daria Kasatkina, the champion over in San Jose. We have more action, not just from this week, but also heading into next week. Daniil Medvedev was victorious in Los Cabos. We'll show you how he got there, plus the best of the best all week long from all our tournaments still ahead on TC Live. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. I know everybody says December is the most wonderful time of the year, but let's be honest. Look at the tournament list we've got here. Montreal and Toronto starting tomorrow. Cincinnati the following week. Winston-Salem and Cleveland after that. And it all leads to Tennis Channel Live at the U.S. Open beginning on August 28th. The summer in the cities is the most wonderful time of the year. You can try to change my mind, but you will be unsuccessful. We go to Los Cabos where Nico Pereira will take us through the final last night. Daniil Medvedev, world number one. Cam Norrie was knocking on the door of the top ten. And this first set was pretty high-quality entertainment. Norrie never misses Los Cabos. He's actually the defending champion winning in 2021. But tough competition. The world's number one. And talk about a tough matchup. Here we are at set point. Norrie misses the backhand up the line barely, but gives up the first set. That's all Medvedev needed. Look at the movement on the world's number one. He has not played much tennis in the last couple of months, but Rust, no, sir. He played up the storm. Look at the movement. Nori is supposed to be the consistent one on the court with Medvedev, just giving him no room whatsoever. Look at the coverage by the 6-5 champion here, all the way back for the return. Nori trying everything he can, serve and volley, nothing was working. It was all Medvedev after the first set. And Daniil adds another title to his trophy case. Number 14 in his career did not drop a set over in Los Cabos. He actually converted on six of ten break points in that match against Norris. Six out of ten in just an hour, 23 minutes later. He's got the title. So 2022 title in Los Cabos. And guess what? If I like the summer in the cities, I like the North American hardcore swing. I think Daniil Medvedev might like it even more. He hasn't played Atlanta, but every other tournament, he's basically dominated. D.C. made the final in 2019, fell to Curios. But the title in Los Cabos this year, Canada last year, Cincinnati in 2019, Winston-Salem in 2018, of course, the U.S. Open last year. So Daniil Medvedev, I know Nico mentioned it, he hadn't played in a month and a half heading into this week. And it was as if he didn't lose a step. It was ridiculous. Yeah, he looked like he was back healthy and back wanting to be on the court. 
A lot of things going on with him. That devastating loss in January at the Australian Open final, then surgery for a hernia. That was his first title as a world number one. That is also a pretty big occasion. He looked like he's back. He really solidified, starting to solidify himself as a heavy favorite again at the U.S. Open. Now you have to remember that his breakthrough was precisely in the summer when he beat Novak Djokovic in Cincinnati after being down a set and a break, and he started serving first and second serves just as hard as he could, and he came back for that. So keep an eye on him because this is his time of the year, and he should be the favorite going into New York. We'll have that first round by in Canada, but potentially a match with Nick Kyrgios in the second round. That is still to be determined as we head to the social net. All right, Lindsay, you might have to help me with the name. I'm going to get it right, though. I'm going to get it right, all right? Chang Ju Chung. Go by Jerry. Jerry. Jerry's good. Jerry's good. Well, Jerry <laughs> just won a challenger title, a 17-year-old looking very strong out there on the hardcore. Yeah, what a great week it was. First player now born in 2005 on the men's side to win a challenger. Oh, no. no player in 2004 has won a challenger yet, just 17 years of age. Great, talented lefty, world number one junior last year. It's a big moment to win a challenger and also displaying amazing sportsmanship through the week. Look at this. Early in the third set, he noticed a ball kid was not feeling well. Helped the ball kid over to the side until they were able to get help and start feeling better. He's just a great, great guy. Look at that. You that's can't, awesome. That's stuff you can't teach, right? In the middle of a match, noticed how ill this person was feeling and went right to work and helping them. And then won the match. I feel like it's, it's extra good than if you get the win, right, Nico? Well, we had been warned about him. He's coached by Marcelo Rios. Let's see how far he can take it, but certainly he looks like he has a bright future in front of him. All right, let's move over to Montreal. Nico, we got some uh, some soccer, some football, either <laughs> one, we'll call it, but the ATP team, and this is Alexander Bublik taking it all the win for a solo goal to win it. They played an MLS team. They played CF Montreal, and the ATP squad won. Well, the thing is that they're playing on the tennis court. So that's, that's, that's good. Court. That's true. Advantage for the tennis guys. There are some pretty solid players in the men's. There, there always has been. We're waiting, Lindsay, for the ladies. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Imagine we could field a What's your skill, Lindsay? What's Mine your skill level? Mine is negative. I would be so scared I'd be hurt. I could have run straight off to the side. Negative? There. Yeah, that wouldn't have happened. What about you? You got to have a I little can, cycle, I can right? play goalie. Goalie? Yeah. That's it? Especially on those small little goals. You know, I just laid down Yeah, that's there. a good one. Nothing Both are way too modest. I don't believe either one of them. I guarantee you we get them on the field right now. They would absolutely dominate. Speaking of dominate, that's what Tennis Channel is going to do for you with our schedule starting Monday. Toronto, WTA starting at 11 a.m. Eastern. Toronto, ATP at noon. Night session, 6.30. TC Live to follow at 11 p.m. Eastern with encore coverage all night long and speaking of TC live we've got more in just a few minutes when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping Kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week you can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time Kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply hitting there. Oh, that's an amazing point. Oh, my goodness. Mark that down for best of the best.
just be it. And so many options here with this one, and Goff going to the open court, but Bedosa had already taken off that way, timed that one perfectly, a little bit of luck involved. Great athleticism getting out there. Oh my goodness, what an angle. Probably not entirely intentional, but she'll take it. Yeah, a drop shot almost looked like it had enough underspin to go over the net and come back. Oh, that was a little special. Don't underestimate how difficult that was as well. High tariff shot here from Daniel Mevedev. surprise yourself and Coco Golf looked like she was a little surprised on this one even Coco couldn't help but smile a little there <laughs> see what I mean <laughs> and there's some of that friendliness but also some of that shot making I mean ridiculous shots throughout this point including the last two. That was a great pass, and come on with the volley. <laughs> the immediate reaction. I still love that reaction between those two, by the way. Siafo could do nothing else but just stare, although that Coco Goff pass was pretty incredible. That was good. It got a little frosty, though, with Kyrgios and Siafo at the end there. Oh, they're sure pretty did. good friends, though. Yeah. They, they're tight. They were. I, I, yeah, yeah, we're <laughs> we're going to find out, actually. We're going to find out just how tight that friendship is as we look at our Monday's featured matches, starting with Vavrinka and Rusevori, Taylor Fritz and Andy Murray in action, Shapovalov, Demonor. We've got Serena Williams. We've got Stevens and Kennan. We've got Layla Fernandez after her incredible run last year at the U.S. Open. And we've got Prakash and Danny, both in Montreal this week, then in Cincinnati the following week. But, Nico, is there one match that you really feel stands out amongst that list? Well, I have to go with uh, Murray and Fritz. I think uh, Andy has climbed a, a big ladder. I really admire what he has done. Taylor, you know, he's in the brink of getting back into that, the top ten. And, and I just keep an eye out for that one because I, I think their, their uh, styles contrast quite a bit and uh, always interesting to watch. Hmm. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see also where Fritz is at. He spoke about how he'd been in a boot since Wimbledon and, and wasn't was a little bit rusty in D.C. We'll see if he's been able to put some time in on the practice court and get ready. A lot of times in summer, it's about the conditions. And if you haven't been able to practice out there in that heat and humidity, it takes its toll pretty fast. And we saw that in D.C. with Fritz. Well, we're not going to just make this a hand-me-down, like you're just taking his old clothes. Why don't you give me a match that you were intrigued <laughs> by, too? I just got plenty. Well, come on. We've got Serena. This is going to be her second singles tournament in 14 months. We were so happy to see her back playing at Wimbledon. This is a very, very good sign that she's trying to get momentum and get ready to play the U.S. Open. It's always a pretty big ask to think that at Wimbledon, her first singles match back in over a year, she's going to be ready to go to make a run. 
getting every match possible under her belt before New York really increases her chance of playing better there. Yeah, only she knows what's going on in her camp with her body. A lot of people questioning why she played Wimbledon without preparation. Well, now she's starting early, looking towards to the U.S. Open. So it's, it'll be interesting to see what kind of shape she's in and what kind of rhythm she has when she's playing tomorrow. Anytime she's on the court is always special. You have a bonus? I feel like you have a bonus. A bonus. I, oh. I just saw well, it deep in your soul. You know, interested in, in Layla Fernandez, right? It was <laughs> okay. after the French Open. But, uh, don't give me a hard time. Oh, no, I'm not she, giving anyone a hard she time. She said she had a broken foot and hasn't been able to play since then. Obviously, this is the biggest tournament for her being a Canadian. She wanted to be ready for here. Hope she's ready to go. It's always tough that first tournament back, but she's going to be delighting the fans out there tomorrow. She was electric in New York yeah. last year. Absolutely electric. The crowds were so into it. So it'll be fun. We've got all the action, as always, right here on TC. It should be an incredible week of tennis after what we just saw across all three tournaments that we had. We've got two of the best next week in Montreal and in Toronto. Following this, we've got that D.C. final, Kanepi and Samsonova, which was seen on the Ballet Sports Networks. Until then, Nico, Lindsay, Noah saying so long and appreciate you.